Hey guys, welcome to the round 12 edition of the In The Clear NRL podcast as we're heading to another bump around the week before State of Origin. I'm Chris Bolas. I'm joined as always by Matthew Lawrence. Welcome, Matthew. Hey, Yoid. Glory, glory to South Sydney. Your bunnies are flying. I tell you what, those early predictions we made are starting to come true. They're, mate, what are we sitting in fourth? Fourth and crazy. I think after after eleven rounds, there's sort of a, a, a division between the top half yeah. and the bottom half. Standard. I think there's a few teams that have already fallen off the wayside, um, and I yep. think there's a definite gap starting to appear. Unlike recent years, I think there's a I think there's a you know I think there's a twelve team, twelve or thirteen teams, and the bottom five teams are starting to already you know mm. come to fruition. You know, usually one of those teams jumps out from the pack, but. You look at some of the teams at the bottom, especially Canterbury, Parramatta, uh, North Queensland. Geez, they've got a long way back. Well, I mean, now is the time you start looking at the table and making some some real sense out of it, and and, and saying, well, yeah, this is this is the way it's going to likely proceed. I mean, what was the talk? I think there was talk on the weekend saying that Eels already can't make the finals. I mean, oh, well, yeah, you, you run know, a line, you run a red line through Parramatta. You run line, I think you run a red line through Canterbury as well. Absolutely, the Cowboys are only just holding on by the fact that. Thurston's not playing That's Origin. Right. If Thurston was playing Origin, I'd run a red line through them as well. But you can never know with the Cowboys. They might just make a run this over that thing. Origin period, you know, four or five wins, and they jolt you straight back into contention. But, yeah, there's a few teams that are struggling, and there's a few teams that are flying. And there's a, there's two great games this weekend, which we'll talk about a bit Absolutely. later. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, we'll start off talking, you know, the talk of the town. We're recording this on Wednesday is that um, Brisbane have apparently made an approach to Craig Bellamy to coach... Um, Apparently for next season, um, hmm. four years, yeah, multi-million dollar deal. Melbourne have a table. Melbourne have tabled him an offer. Um, he hasn't accepted it yet. So apparently they're talking later this morning. But yeah, that's, Wayne Bennett's still got one more year left at Brisbane. He's done a lot for that club. That's it's, right. So the word is they've gone behind his back to sign Craig Bellamy. Hmm. Um, do you stab a legend of your club in the back? Mm-hmm. And but you look in the future at your club. It's a tough one for Brisbane because they're in, their team continues to win when we don't think they will. They've got that way better sort of scrappiness that you know no other team you know mm. way he's had over the years. But do you do you say? Sorry, Wayne. Bye bye. We're bringing in Craig. Well, what? Hey, tell me something these days. Rugby league and loyalty, club loyalty. What, what does that mean these days? Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Zero. Comes down to the winning. Comes down to that's what it's all about. Getting the points. And as you say, future. And I mean, let's face it. He's got one year left in the contract. Let's take the mind back a couple of years ago when he what first went off to St George, then he went off to Newcastle. So Wayne's not necessarily been loyal to the Broncos brand either. So if if you have a look at, at, at that sort of thing, can't blame them if they're looking around and if they feel that they're going to get a better bang for their buck. And well, if they've got to pay pay Wayne out for the last year of his contract, so be it. Well, Craig Bellamy's the best coach in the NRL. Absolutely, so you've got a chance to get the best coach in the NRL. You do. Why wouldn't it. you? And, and that, I think that's what they're thinking. They've got the best coach. I think he does want to come back to Brisbane. So yeah. why not? I. I the only thing is, uh, probably the way they've done it, it's gone you know, a bit underhand. That yeah. Apparently they haven't kept Wayne in the loop. You know, Wayne thinks he can still coach beyond next season. He's sixty. He's going to, he's going to be 70. Yeah. Um, it's a big ass. So I don't know Huge. whether he thinks he can take up another challenge and go somewhere mm. else is mm. another thing. Whether he wants to stay in Queensland, go to Brisbane, uh, maybe the Titans or something right. like that. It's going to be interesting because when he comes on the market, I'm sure teams will... Oh, someone will snap him up without teams, a doubt. If, if, he, if he's commits to maybe three mm. more years, next year and two more, yeah. I think you'll find a lot of clubs will look to him, yeah. even the likes of Parramatta, even you know, well, someone he, like that. Hey, he might be the might be the change they need to kick the culture around. I mean, well, that's it. there's it's a lot of clubs we, that could do with that. Well, even like someone like the Bulldogs, I know they're struggling financially, yeah. but those those type of clubs are struggling. That's you know, right. Wayne Bennett's got, you know, 
I don't think Wayne Bennett's ever had a losing season bar that last year in Newcastle when that whole Alex McKinnon thing. So he's a winner mm. and he'll win games for you. And he, he does. He doesn't take no, like mm. it's his way. It's yeah. It's a culture thing. You're Absolutely. right. Absolutely. He can. Um, the thing with Brisbane is they've got so many good young kids coming through the system, mm. and they've got a, the talent is there. They just missed the ball this year on recruiting. Um, they dropped the ball, you know, without signing a halfback, and they signed mm. Jack Bird, um, which was a poor signing. If they would have signed number seven instead of Jack Bird, I think a lot of their problems um, would be alleviated this year at least because mm. Mm. they look rudderless without a halfback. Although they said, as we said, they won't. They mm. beat the Roosters on Friday night. Um, mm. They win games. They've got good players, but you look at the, some of those ki- young kids in their four pack. They're superstars down the two or oh, three. Definitely. A couple of like yeah. even Tavita Pangai Jr. is superstar now. But those yeah. guys, there's a few more coming in the wings. Mm. Um, you know, maybe they're 18 months away from being you know genuine contenders. So mm. whether Brisbane say, listen, Wayne, we're not going to be contenders anyway next year. We'll get the best coach in the game mm. to come and you know to lead these guys. It's an interesting one. Um, yeah, the other one was obviously the Battle of Brookvale, even though it wasn't at Brookvale. It was you know, down in <laughs> Melbourne <laughs> in Battle of Brookvale times two. Um, the punch is back. What war do you think on the f- war on the field, Chris. It, it's gonna, you know, modern you, warfare. Dylan Walker just kept giving it, kept giving yeah, it to him, well. kept giving it to him, and he finally the young kid snapped and punched him. Yep. I don't have a problem with that one. I, I do. Obviously, it's against the mm. rules, but mm. it's a one-on-one punch straight to him. Mm. The one I had a problem with was uh, Appy Corusak coming mm. in from the side and trying to. Punch. He should have been sent off as well. Definitely. Um, I think he should have been sent off. Dylan Walker was shouldn't have got 10 minutes in the bin. He was no. only... Well, do you get 10 in the bin for well, a sledge so in someone? I don't know. Is that What's the rule? I suppose it depends on the sledge, mate. I mean, look, to be honest with you, the, we, we all know. I mean, it's, it's, it's as plain as the nose on the face that since they brought in the no-punch rule, it's just opened up for all these little niggling smart-asses yeah. to, you know, mouth off at blokes they wouldn't have, right. <laughs> wouldn't have ever considered mouthing off at. Look, to be honest with you, I don't think it brings the game into disrepute at all. The odd, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bloody hard sport, man. Like, and I, it, it, I miss, it's, it always I, has been. I miss, you know, I, I, I don't miss the, the fighting, like the, the genuine elbows, yeah. but I miss the, the fact that, you know, if you talk, if you want to talk mm. to me the whole game and give it to me the whole game, yeah. you should be, like, you shouldn't have, been, you throw a punch yeah. and that was it. Like, that, that, that would have been, that would have been the end of that and that would have been, you know, that's probably been building up for, that was building up for 50 minutes or oh, so. of course it, it was. And it was, like, we don't want to say that, we don't want to go back to the old days, but, yeah. It just happened, and it was just a part of it, unfortunately. But it's another thing we'll, t- we'll talk about, is that he punched Dylan Walker in the eye, fractured eye socket out for six weeks. Mm-hmm. He got suspended. Apparently, you know, he got downgraded because he got sent off, and he got downgraded because it was a first offence, blah, blah, blah. Mm. He would have got four, now he's only getting two weeks. Mm. So do you think it's right that a player injures someone else and mm. he's back a month earlier than what they are? Absolutely not. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Honestly, the, I mean, the, the, the punishment's got to fit the crime. You, you knock a player out like that for six weeks, you've got to do that minimum, as far as I'm concerned. If you're the perpetrator, you, you do you do the, the the time that they're off and then one. Yeah, I don't. That, I, that'll do me. I remember. I, I, that's a, I don't mind that because you, even Dylan Napa. All right, he didn't get charged. Mm. He's thing. You know, it, that's probably different. You know, it's apples and oranges. But it's a similar type of scenario. If you injure someone, mm. and you know, it's deemed a, a legal play. You know, he's penalised. Mm. He was sent to the sin bin. 
Yeah, you're yeah you're responsible. It's your your actions are responsible. Well, for that it makes me laugh with the Napa thing that they they you know they claim that the match review committee looked at it over thirty times or whatever it was. Mate, looking at it twice was enough for me to say he had no intention of wrapping the bloody arms and he went in like a cannonball. What were they looking at what? on a, like a <laughs> dial-up internet on their phones or something <laughs> they couldn't see? I don't, I don't understand what they were looking at because Mate. to me, yeah, you know, that 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 issue has polarised the rugby league community because mm. you got on mm. one hand. The rooster saying he stepped off his, he yeah. stepped and he missed him, and you got the like his tackling technique is going to cause problems, Dylan. But it was a camp. Yeah. You yeah. can't just expect to lead with your head and have your arms sort of dangling around. It's going to happen. He yeah. plays, he plays on the wire, and it's yeah. going to, he's going to get cut sometimes. It's, it's just the way it is. Look, the way the way he came forward with the arms out is what they ask. It's a, he gives the impression that he's got the intention to wrap the arms around. He, you can you can absolutely tell. There's no actual forward motion in the arms. The yeah. arms swing forward when he makes contact. It's a natural body, bodily reaction. Yeah. Heads hit, arms move forward. Well, that, I mean, at the end of the day, he's got no intention to wrap the man up. He, his intention is very clear. He's going in with the hardest part of his body, the top of his bloody head. Yeah, but the problem is he's saying that he's going with his shoulder, which is fair enough. But if someone if someone just moves a little bit, he's got no he's got no mm. leeway. He's, mm. he's, he's targeting one spot. So if That's he right. moves, it's going to be the head. No, yeah, it's, it's rem- remedy be, for disaster. It's going to be, you know, it's going to happen. It's mm. going to, he even said he admitted himself it's going to happen again. So yeah. he's got a problem with his tackle he needs to fix it. I honestly don't think he should have got sent to the Simbin. Actually, I actually I, think it was a it was a careless effort. It was a, it should have been a penalty. I don't know hmm. why he got sent to the Simbin. It was a, to me that that one was a careless tackle. The Roosters probably still lose, but I I don't think that was a care, I don't think he should have been sent to the Simbin. I think it was a careless tackle, careless. penalty, um, and move on. But yeah, there's so. But in saying that, Chris, you're saying that he I mean he needs to amend his tackling style, and I'm certainly not isolating the Roosters here because they all did the same thing, but. The onus is really on the roosters to get get him to literally pull his head in. He needs to change. He, right. he needs to change, but they need to enforce it too. I mean, it's cost one, them one game already. Well, the, the one thing though that, that always gets to me with this is, and you, you hear it time after time, and they've you know, they've got the, you, can, you expect it. Obviously, they're gonna they're gonna put the case forward for their own. But when you've got a glaring issue like this, he's got a problem with his tackling technique. The club needs to turn around and say, yeah, we got to deal with it. Not, not sit there and defend him blindly and stupidly in this case, because quite frankly it is. It's polarised the whole thing. I'm, I don't mind Trent Robinson coming out and defending him, but hopefully behind closed doors, they someone's do working behind it. him and saying, listen, yeah. you need to get your arms around and move with your that's shoulder. Right. I'm hoping that that's the case because... You know, one thing that I, one thing that the NRL won't do is they won't. You know, won't mm. once it happens and once there's a media hysteria, something mm. changes because we've seen this week with the dummy half passing into the, mm. the player in the ruck. That, that there was a social media like mm. there was a hysteria. They've changed the rule. Like you do all that this mm. week, mm. it's a penalty. That team. It's, so. it's funny, Chris. Do you, do you think? I mean, I was having the, as I always do, mate, have the conversation with the old man after the Rabbitohs games, but. Yeah. We were talking about that thing with Napper, and it seems to me, I mean, I, I get the impression there are, there are certain players that, you know, I mean, I look at big Sammy, Sammy Burgess, goes into that tackle earlier this year, goes off for two weeks for the supposed lifting of the bloody arm. Yeah. Now, you have a look at that compared to the Napper thing. Yeah. Now, see, I'm going to go back to another player from Bygone, Adrian Morley. He was another one that was seen to be targeted. That's right. Another one. I agree with you. And the problem is that that once these guys get 
charged, you I think what the what you don't what people don't understand is once you get charged, mm. you lose your bargain. Like you don't lose, you That's can't right. take the early guilty pleas. Exactly, you get loading. So yeah. say for instance, Sam Burgess punched the same thing yeah. Curtis Scott did. He would have got six weeks. That's right. Because same charges, but yeah. he would have got a different punishment because there's no early guilty plea. There's no. It's kind of know, rubbish, though, really, it, isn't it? Eh? I and mean, the, it's the same bloody thing. And the and it's the same. And and that's the thing, Curtis Scott. He his charge was four weeks. That's but right. Because he got sent off, that time gets taken away from his punishment mm, and mm, also mm. the early guilty plea. So mm. he gets half. That's a two. Whereas Sam would have gone the other way and that's gone to six. <laughs> so you, it's you know you think you look at Sam's charge. He gets two weeks for lifting an elbow and yeah. You know, <laughs> sometimes you look at it and think it's not fair, but you know that's the way then. Oh, it's works. the way it's done, mate. But I mean, it it does sort of when you look at it that way. It's very easy to see why friends get, uh, fans get disenfranchised with the whole thing yeah. and sit there and get, you know, when they see that anomaly, yeah. which it's not because, as you said, it's written into the... That's the way they do it. Yeah. But I think it's around this time too, once Origin starts coming mm. around, I think everything starts getting heightened because all of a sudden the referees are back in the spotlight. Mm. Like, how will they referee Origin? Yeah. Will they over-penalise Origin? Will they keep the ball? Because... This year, you, you hold the ball for two minutes, you get a penalty. Yep. You hold yep. like there's no there's no there's no flow in the game. So yeah, that's if right. they let Origin flow, yep. um, what will what will effect will that have on Queensland mm. the game? You know, if they keep the ball in play. Um, speaking of Origin, you know, it's 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 you can't escape it. It's it's what everyone's talking about. Uh, Brad Fittler and you know, and Kevin Walters will name their teams after this week's round. Um, we're joined now by Josh Bartlett to go through uh, his team for the for what he thinks for New South Wales. Josh, welcome to the In the Clear NRL podcast. Good morning, gents. How are you? Oh, can't complain. It's been a it's, been, it's a bit chilly now, but um, I think you get to, it's rugby league season officially, so it's uh, it's a good time of year. Josh, we're uh, we're going to put you in the spotlight today and 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 see what your team is for for New South Wales for game one. Um, first, you want to run us through it? What, who you've picked for the one to seventeen? Not a problem, mate. Uh, I actually listened to your podcast last week. Uh, Lauren Strode had her side. A good friend of mine, Lauren, and my side's pretty similar to her. Uh, a couple of tweaks along the way. So at fullback, I've got James Tedesco. On the wings, Josh Adokar and Nick Kodrick. In the centres, I've got Latrell Mitchell and Ewan Aiken uh, with Keary and Maloney in the halves. Jake Dravojevic gets a run in my uh, lock position. Uh, in the second row, Tyson Brazell and Boyd Cordner. A front row of Paul Vaughan, Damian Cook, and Regan Campbell-Gillard. And off the bench, I've got Cameron McGuinness, Wade Graham, Jack DeBellin, and David Clemmer. Yeah, I think. Team, boys. Yeah, I think there's a few. Um, there's a few little surprises there. I know Matt's not in his head, and you know he's shaking it a few times. <laughs> I um, Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I personally, I think. Um, I think. Tyron Peach is going to be there on the bench. I think he's. Mm. I think he's. He's definitely going to be secure that one bench spot. Um, yeah, I think Jake Trevojevic has done enough to secure lock. I think we had this conversation last week. I think he's done enough to be the lock forward. Um, yeah, I, what, what are your initial thoughts, Matt, on Josh's team? Um, yeah, look, for the most part, absolutely. I, look, I, I definitely like the, the sound of the word cook in there. Um, I think he's going to be a certainty for sure. Um, yeah, look, I, I can't... I, I'd have to look. I, I agree with probably what you've just said, Chris. Actually, um, more more to the point. But I, I think, um, yeah. Look, uh, one of, one of the big things for me. I, I, I'm going to keep going back to Cook. If he if he doesn't get included this year, I'm going to uh, throw my hat in. Yeah, for me, um, when the whips have got cracking, they've, they've challenged two to be hooker. Damien Cook has stepped up in the last month, and I think he's secured that number nine. And we're talking Definitely. off air before, mate, about 
I think New South Wales are leaning towards playing two hookers uh, when Cameron Smith was, was going to be playing to try and combat him. But now that he's gone, I'm pretty sure they're going to go with Cook and Peachy as the 9 of 14. But, I'd say so. Um, yeah, the other interesting one for me is um, the back line. I think Tedesco sort of, I think after his game the last couple of weeks, they've, they've settled on him as the fullback. It's whether they pick Tom Trebojevic in a, as centre or a winger. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether they pick, I don't know, the game last week, Latrell versus James Roberts was outstanding. But whether you pick, whether you can afford to pick both of them in the team, two match winners up against there, they're very defensively, they struggle at times. So whether Fittler goes all out attack and picks both of them, or he goes for a more safer option with Aiken like you did, Josh, I like Aiken. I think Aiken deserves his chance. I think he does too. I agree with you. I, but I, to be honest with you, out of those, out of those two you just mentioned, though, Chris, I think that you need Mungrel in the side. I always go back to that. I think in those games, it needs needs players with a bit of, bit more than just the flair. That needs a bit of the bit of the bit of the grub in them. And I think uh, your, your mate Latrell certainly wins out of those two. And I think he's he's a he's a tough player. He he likes getting in there for some for some of the heavy hits. And he actually you, you see it. He he has a way of. Uh, Sort of, I think inspiring as well, and I think that's that's sort of gets him head and shoulders. I think above above old mate Roberts. Yeah, and Nick Kotrick, uh, Josh, you had him in your team. What are, you, what are your thoughts on him? Yeah, just that's my smoky, if you like, my dark horse. A uh, bit of a, a left field selection. I think he's been fantastic the last uh, couple of years and could really add some um, X factor to the New South Wales side. That's my biggest thing. I want X-Factor in this team. We can't have the same side as last year. We've got to really mix it up. And, yeah, that's my thoughts behind it. Yeah, um, I, yeah I think they're, they're going to go with... Um, I don't think they'll go with Ferguson. Even though Ferguson has a, had a, he's had a decent start for the Roosters, but I think on that right wing, they're going to go with Kotrick or Tom Trevojevic on that right wing. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah, as you said, I think there's... You know, in, in past, we've been too defensive. We need to go out and attack. Mm. I'd love to see him pick Roberts and, and Luttrell in the centres, but I think Aiken's done enough. And he, if, he, if he does match up on Inglis, he has had a good record against Inglis. So I'm more inclined to pick Aiken in the centres on the right side and Luttrell on the left. Um, Tedesco back at fullback and have that Roosters left edge. Because, yeah, the halves interesting. Well, who do you have in the halves, Josh, again? Who are your halves? Uh, Luke Keary and James Maloney. Yeah, see, I've got those two as well. Um to have the Roosters left edge, to have Cordner, Kiri, and Latrell on that mm. left edge. But I don't know, Nathan Cleary's interesting one. Penrith versus St. George this week, if Cleary comes out and has a match-winning performance, mm. it's going to be hard to keep that kid out. He's, he's a really good player. Yeah, you could flip a coin between me picking Luke Kiri and, and, and Nathan Cleary, to be honest. I've just gone off the, the better, better fitness heading into Origin. We can't be carrying players into Origin, I think, this year. Yeah, I think it's a good. I think it's a good thing. I think if you want to, I think Freddie will, will. Hopefully, if everyone gets through unscathed this week, he's gonna. He's got some tough choices to make. He's because the halves is the one. The outside backs is the other one. Mm. Forward wise, you know, the other the other thing to toss in the equation is Andrew Fafita. Do you pick Andrew Fafita for game no. one and three? I don't. I don't. No. I think it's a clear no. I don't know how they're even considering it. You know, he's a pledge allegiance to Tonga, which means he's not even available for Australia. So why even consider him for yeah, games one no. and three? Scrap him. Yeah, I, I think we've got enough forward depth. It's it, The only thing is, the teams that we're picking, and we've all been picking, have had like 10, 11, 12 debutants. Do you go into an origin game with that many debutants? That's the only concern for me, um, whether he might stick with a couple of tried and tested. I know you've got Wade Graham on your bench. He's one yep. that's been there before. Um, you know, they're throwing up Angus Crichton, your mate, uh, Matt. I'd mm-hmm. love to see Angus Crichton get a start. He's, I think mm-hmm. he's, the last couple of weeks he's come back to really good form. Um, 
Because with Tyron Peachy on the bench, it allows you to, you know, he, he can play anywhere. So mm. it allows you to opens opens up those three bench spots. They're going to have two front rowers, definitely two middle players. Mm. Um, that third player is probably a back row of some sort. You know, you know, Tarek Sims, Angus Crichton, Wade Graham, those type of players. So uh, a race in three for that last bench spot, I see. But I'd love to see him go Crichton. I'd love to see. Mm. Josh, who? Uh, what about for Queensland? You think Queen, New South Wales is going to start overwhelming favourites? Do you think Queensland can rally the troops without their big guns to to win game one, knowing that game three is back at Queensland? Yeah, it, it's funny. I had a look at, at putting together a Queensland side, and I mean, a lot of it still picks itself, in my opinion. The likes of Billy Slater, Dane Gagai, um, Greg Inglis, guys like that, they pick themselves. It'll be interesting this year. Both teams are going to have a new hooker. Will that be an, an important factor? I don't know. I've heard a talk in the media that Ben Hunt might start at uh, hooker. I don't think that's right. I think put him in where he's been in form at halfback and pick Andrew McCulloch. He's right to go for origin, in my opinion. Yeah, it's interesting, mm. Mike, because they've got, they got a, an abundance of halves. But yeah, you're right, that hooker spot now. You know, if they determine that McCulloch... If they, determine, they need to find a spot for... Michael Morgan, Cameron Munster, and Ben Hunt in that team. So mm. um, two of them are going to start in the halves, one on the bench. I guess the easiest way, thing for them to do is to say Ben Hunt to hooker and the other two in the halves, and then you can have McCulloch coming off the bench. There's also Cherry Evans there as well. So they got, mm. for all the players they've lost, they're still getting, um, they've still got a lot of talent there in the back line. My concern is their forward pack. Their forward pack looks down down on troops, especially with Maguire and Gillette both out. Maguire could be back. But without those two, I think New South Wales starting overwhelming favourites. When you take out those two plus Cameron Smith, um, a lot is gonna fall on the shoulder. You know, their front row is very you know, Dylan Knapp is gonna start with probably Matt Scott. If he gets through fit, you know, he's he's carrying injury too. So um, they've got Josh Papali there, but I think Queensland's team on paper, they're relying on they're gonna be relying on their big name backs to get them over the line. But mm. forward we're gonna we're gonna go through the forwards, I think. Mm. We've, we say it every year, New South Wales three 0 for sure, hundred percent this year. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, give me um, is there one player besides do you reckon there could be a shock? Could could Freddie spring a selection shock come Sunday when he picks the team, or is it Monday when he picks the team? Oh, yeah, well, that's right. I mean, I guess my one is Nick Kodrick as far as New South Wales. He was my kind of left field selection. Yeah. Um, as far as the Queensland side, will they be tempted to put Kalen Tonga in this year or is it too early? Yeah, for me, I think, for me, he's, he's, the, he's, he's probably in the top three players in the game at the moment. Um, well, he's definitely going to be in the squad. He'll be like an 18th or 19th man, whether he gets a run in that final team. I don't know, but for me, I, I, like I'd, I'd love to see him get a spot on the bench. I'd love to see him get a spot on the bench, especially if they go, if they go with Hunter, Hooker, Morgan, and Munster in the halves and Ponga off the bench. That's an explosive. That's that. In, when you're talking explosive power in that team, X factor. That's a lot of X factor there. They've got when you, when you consider they've got Slater at fullback, you know, Chambers and Inglis in the centres, Gagai, you know, Gagai, and I think they the left wing spots open. They got you know they're going to Boyd or. Um, Holmes, Holmes will probably get the spot, but they got yeah goal kicking is an issue for them. They don't really have a recognised goal kicker, which is a bit mm. of a concern. So that's another thing. So 
Um, I think it's all pointing, all, it's all coming up New South Wales this year, I reckon, Matt. It does seem we pretty say that blue. Every year. We do say that every year. We do say that every year. <laughs> but unlike every other year at the moment, for at least the last how many, 11 or so, um, they're going to be without some crucial players. So I think it's, it's the time. If we're going to put a stamp on it, I think we might start the new regime this year, actually. It might be the new new way forward but I agree with you I think the, the forwards will be the big difference I think we've, we've just as you say when you look at the look at the squads at the moment and those available I just I can't see us being done not this not this first game at least yeah, I think it's Campbell Campbell Gillard Vaughan DeBellin mm. those type of guys Clemmer mm. those like the front rowers just that rotation you know when the New South Wales going to be having people coming mm. on and off in that middle third and then you've got Cook coming off the back of them. Right. Cook, that's, I think Cook, you know, if Kaponga's in the top three, I mm. Cook, Cook and Ponga have been in the top three players this year. Absolutely. They've been outstanding. And, you know, I I think New South Wales got too many players that are in form. Yep. Um, for, for Queensland, you've got Morgan, who's he's out of touch. You know, you, you got you look at their whole forward pack under an injury cloud. Papali was playing for Mounties a month ago. Um, yeah, it's, it's just not it's not a good... It, you know, Inglis moves back to fullback for Souths this week. Um, that could give me, yeah, that gives them another option mm. there back at fullback. But we write them off every year. Yeah, they'll probably come. Yeah, the big thing with New South Wales is they got game one in Melbourne, game two in Sydney. So mm. they don't even have to win a game in Brisbane to win the series. So right. this game one is if they if they get over the line in game one, there's no excuse. There's no no. There literally is no excuses if New South They go down to Melbourne, they get the job done, then go to Sydney, bang. They don't even have to worry about Brisbane. So mm. I see it as you know the start of a new era. I, I'd love you know I'd love Freddie to. To don't for me, I hope he doesn't pick any players that are under injury clouds. I, you mm. know, I know you had him in your team, but I want to pick Wade Graham. Wade Graham, he's been very, you know, last year I'm still doing on Wade Graham from last year. I reckon he cost us there. He gave away a penalty, missed a tackle in that game too. But I think for me, I think I think they go with a fresh new team, in form. Mm. The only one, yeah, like I said, the, the, he's going to make a decision on that that the winger centers combination, the the, the halves. And I think, you know, the hooker. But I think the hooker sort of done itself. Cook's picked himself. But it'll be interesting to see what he does. And I know you talk about the, the volume of debutants, Chris, but to be honest with you, that, that's not a concern for me. I don't look at it that way. I think if, as you say, form form should speak the truest at this time of year. And if they're in the form, they're playing good club footy, give them up, get them up there. Well, there's no get reason. Up there. They've got to start somewhere, get them up there. There's I mean, no reason why not. Like, you wouldn't pick a guy just because he's been there before. And, and the, they've lost. And, and mate, look, in the names we're talking about, there's leaders in, those pack, in that pack as well. So, I mean, it's not as if they're going to be up there with no one to run them around the paddock. So, I think you'll find that um, those, those guys will shine given the opportunity, I believe. And they've got Tedesco at fullback. They've got mm. Maloney in the half. That's right. They've got Cordner. They'll have those three guys starting. And Frizzell. Frizzell's a big player. Frizzell's been in great form. And, Fantastic. Know, St. George played Penrith this week. You yeah. know, they could have a, they could have up to six, seven, eight plays in that New South Wales right. combined together. Yeah. So you pick your players in form. That you know, The teams are going great guns. I can't see any reason why um, yeah, New South Wales shouldn't win that game one. But we've said, I've sort of sat here and said that for the last three years. <laughs> they did win that game one last year. So let, let, who knows? Let's hope they... Um, they have a good. They have a good start. I mean, it gets the starts all important. Mm. New South Wales. If Queensland can just you know nibble away and keep the score tight, yeah, they mm. win those type of games. But yeah, Freddie's uh, Freddie's Blues. Hopefully, it starts a new era for New South Wales and they can get off to a good win. Mm. Uh, Josh, thanks for joining us, though, mate. Um, countdown is officially on. Thanks for your, Josh. You can see Josh's team online when we post a story on our websites, um, and we'll catch up throughout the Origin series.
Not a problem, guys. Cannot wait. And my prediction, Damien Cook will have a blinder in game one. Man, <laughs> man <laughs> the match. Man <laughs> the match for Cook. Man the match. He'll be the expert. Yeah, no, 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 uh, you Let's hope the cookie doesn't crumble, my friend. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, Josh. All right, that, that leads us into uh, round 12, an all-important round 12 the NRL with Origin teams to be named after this round. We're going to run through our tips and our thoughts for the game, starting with Thursday night. Brisbane take on the rudderless Parramatta Eels at Suncorp Stadium on Thursday night. I can't tip either of these teams the way they've been playing, although Brisbane at home, I cannot. I can't tip Parramatta. Look, the only thing you'd have to say this week, crucial week for all players who want to get themselves up into the, uh, the big arena, so I think you'll find that it'll definitely be Broncos, especially at home. Um, yeah, those boys will be wanting to impress the, the selectors, I'm sure. So, yeah. Parramatta have made a switch and moved Corey Norman back to fullback um, mm. and Gutherson to the halves, whether that might spark them. But, mm. yeah, they, they're just missing. Par- Parramatta, you know, there's, there's missing a spark. That is, you know, to not beat the Warriors without Sean Johnson and Roger Tulvatashek at home, mm-hmm. you know, that, that run, that, you know, it's unforgivable. So Absolutely. Parramatta's done for the year. Brisbane, as I said, I think Josh McGuire's on the extended bench. He might come through. But yep. Brisbane for me. Um, Canberra versus Manly is the first game down in Canberra. Mm. Bit cold down there in Canberra on a Friday night. Uh, six o'clock. Starting to get there. Um, Canberra continue to throw games away. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. They continue to not want to close out games. And for that very reason, Manly have... Manly, this is the trifecta of game. They've been... Brisbane in Brisbane, they beat Melbourne in Melbourne. They can knock off Canberra in Canberra. Geez, that is a good trifecta. And I'm actually going to back them to do it because I think, um, as we're talking about Origin before, the Drewevich brothers are pushing for a spot. And I think they've just, I think they've, they've found, well, I don't know, they lost, they've had it at the start of the year, they lost it and they found it again. I think I tend to agree with you, mate. I, I was almost going to say that I'm going to pick the uh, the Raiders on the, just purely on the fact that it's going to be cold at six o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think uh, I agree with you, and it's for that very reason. I think those boys are going to want to show that they are definitely um, certain picks. Yeah, they've got a Canberra's got a few injury concerns. Tarp and he's out with suspension as well. Austin's under an injury class. They've got a few injury concerns. Yeah. For me, for me, mainly have just you look at their team now that they've got on paper. With no Happy Coruscant, that is a big blow for them. Mm. Um, I forgot that he was suspended. That might change my... That, that could change my way to selection, actually. But no, I think you look at DCE. I, I'm really liking Adam Fanua Blake and Tapao in the front row. It gives them a good platform. Mm. Along with, so they've got the, they got the go forward, I think, to, to especially with Junior Paulo out for Canberra. So mm. I'm going to go Manly. Um, second game on Friday night, at the start of the year, would probably be a marquee <laughs> match. But, you know, Cowboys versus Melbourne. I'm going to say it's almost a grand final for North Queensland. This is this is the, this is it. I think they can't beat Melbourne at home on Friday night. Um, I think yeah. I think I think this is it for them. I think they've had too many chances for me. I'm going Melbourne. Well, I'm going Melbourne as well. I'm sorry, it's 1300 frowns this week. I can't see them. Yeah, see them doing too many good at all. Mate. Cameron Smith. Uh, from, I tipped Manly last week just for the fact that they're a completely different team without Cameron Smith. Mm. They also get Jesse Bromwich back. Um, Who's, it's know, a big game. It's a bit. It's you know, I think they'll they'll see it as a big game. Uh, they'll you know they treat they'll treat it as a big game heading to Origin, especially. Um, you know, I don't know. Can, also, I can't figure out North Queensland and Parramatta. I can just not figure them out. Mate, they're just not the same side. Two, we, picked the, we sat here and picked them in our top four yeah, uh, yeah. at the start of the year, and they there's something in, and they both had different little changes this year. Subtle mm. changes. Thurston mm. coming back. You know, Parramatta mm. had you know Hayne coming back. Um, for some reason, it hasn't gelled, and I'm at a loss to explain why, but I'm going to go Melbourne. Yeah, definitely. Roosters take on Gold Coast, first game of Saturday at the Central Coast. Um, 
Rooster traditionally don't have a good record at, at, up there, um, but you can't tip against them here. I'm going to go Roosters. Can't go against them, mate. I think, yeah, as I say, there's a few of your blokes that will be wanting to put on an impressive performance as well. I think this could be the Latrell Mitchell show. Absolutely. He could, he, could, he could cement his spot with a big game here. I um, think Mr. Keery will be firing too. Keery don't worry about that. Well, yeah. Uh, it, I think Fitler wants to see Latrell Mitchell when they're losing, what yeah, he does, because last yeah. week he sort of went into his shell yeah. when James Roberts was running around him. So, mm. I don't, yeah, win, lose, or draw, I don't know. It's going to be interesting who Fitler picks in that spot, but mm. I'll, um, yeah, you can't, you have to go Roosters there. Mm. Um, we're getting to the two big games for the week um, Warriors versus South across mm. the ditch. Yeah, well. This is, this is a blockbuster. This is uh, three versus four. Um, the Warriors get back RTS. Um, which is a big, big thing for them. And Souths, they've named Sammy Burgess, but he's you know, got his glute injury and Alex Johnson's out with a hemi and G.I. goes back to fullback. It's very interesting to see, mate. Look, the um, the big the big thing for me, I, I think I'm looking forward to, I mean, Isaac Luke's playing in uh, playing some good footy again. And you've got Cook on the other side, who reminds me very much of an inform Isaac Luke of, of a few, few seasons back when he was with us. So I think, you know, those, those <laughs> this could be anything. It's funny how your how South's form has gone up when Cook now they've got a hooker that's who right. replicates what Isaac Lucas. It's crazy so. stuff. I mean, that's that's where we, we played our best football. Um, and to be honest with you, I think this this it's not going to be a replica of round one. I think um, it's a very different South Sydney that's running around this this current current time than was in those first couple of rounds, obviously. But um, look, I, I think the um, no, I, I'm backing us, mate. I think we're poised to to get on top of them this time. I don't think we're going to go down twice to the Warriors in one yeah, season. Yeah, it's a tough one. Oh, yeah, it's Sean Johnson's still out for for the Warriors. So that's, big loss. Yeah, it's a big loss, and I think they're just uh, they need him. I, Isaac Luke showed how important mm. he is that team. Mm. Like missing. I think if they had Sean, I think they just need that touch of class to match up with the Rabbitohs, who are just going strong. Having said that, if Sammy Burgess is out, I tip the Warriors. Uh, well, the other thing is tough. you've got those the, both, and the, the thing that really has impressed me actually this year, most even Cook aside, as I keep going on about him, but is the actual Burgess twins. Those boys, I don't know what they've done. They've they've certainly worked on Where their hand. Where have they been for the last two years? <laughs> Where have they been on holidays? They've been dro- hey, they've been dropping balls, mate. That's what they've been doing. Is there a fourth? <laughs> is there a third and fourth twin that they've been interchanging with? Because these are these are the bird. Like this is the George Burgess hey. who was probably should have got Clive Church in the grand final. <laughs> That's exactly like, right. Where where have they been? Like they've just been well, like they've been, they were monstering teams that year going forward. They're absolutely. doing the same thing. Absolutely. Tom, you're right. Sam is not as big a player as he was because. You got Tom and George who were just explosive, and then Absolutely. you got Cook through the middle. You got Sutton and crying on the edges. So you know. this is the other thing. Don't, don't, don't underestimate Sutton. Sutton's in fantastic form at the moment. He's running the ball. He's Mate, running the. He's what the, he should have been doing for the last couple of years. I used to think he was just like yeah, pass up, but he's yeah. actually running the ball. Yeah. And you got Cam Murray on the bench. You can't even make it to so thirteen. I, so he would have slot in if Sam's up there. I think to be honest with you, now I'd really I think they're a different unit, mate. And I think they're going to yeah. They'll go on with this one. I, I really, I believe, I believe so. As I said, same reasons, mate. There's a lot of lot of blokes out there that will fancy themselves for a, a potential call up. Well, there are there'll be there are at least twelve people who fancy a call up in the next game. <laughs> Penrith versus St George, Saturday night sellout at Panther Stadium. Ah. Uh, you know, this is one versus two. This is the at, at the moment you'd say this is like the first half grand final because mm, mm. both teams are in great form. Um, Cleary came back last week successfully for them. The Dragons are in a bit of a dip. They're not playing as well as they did at the start of the season. They're dipping a little bit. It's a dangerous time for they them. They showed a lot of. They showed. A, I don't think. I don't know if it's they're starting to read their own press about you know Origin. They're worried about Origin spots, mm. but they need to muscle up against this Penrith pack, who I think could be 
probably the best in the comp when you look at Kikau and Tamo coming off the bench for them. Yeah, um, yeah. they've got a strong pack. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting. likes of like Vaughan versus Campbell Gillard. That's a that's a head to head. Great they, clash. They could start for New South Wales. Yep. You know, they they could be easily starting in front of New South Wales. Cleary and Maloney could be the starting halves. Hunt's the starting halfback for Queen, could be Queensland. Widdop, you know, Widdop, yeah, Queensland, mm. 5-8. You know, there's so many matchups across the ground. I'm going to tip Penrith purely the fact that they're at home and I think Cleary and Maloney, um, along with Peachy, I think they're just, just in a bit going a bit better than St George. Mate, Panthers Stadium, packed crowd. So, mate, what, it, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a great game. I, I can't go past the Panthers for this one, to be honest with you. I think the, the, the Dragons are in for a rough couple of weeks, mate. I mean... They will. They'll lose a fair few to Origin, I believe. And I tell you what, I just as I said a couple of weeks ago, I don't know about their depth. I mean, Young Parky tried to say that they've got some there. We don't know yet. Um, right. but, but yeah, you're right. Their depth is. But as you say, it's a bit of a dip at the moment. And I tell you what, this is this is a crucial period for them. But I, I think this weekend, I, I can see the Panthers. I think the their squad is is um, is certainly. You know, I, I think they're all they're, they're primed to perform in front of that home crowd, mate. You're yeah. So your mate uh, Damien Cook, if if McInnes has a really big game against Penrith, I don't know if Fitler's made up his mind, but it, it, again, this this is a big game mm, for Origin. Massive this game. Is, this is in terms of because as you said, this is as close to a finals game as you will get in, yep. in May. Uh, yeah, for me, it's going to come down to who, obviously, the forwards who's going to go forward. Yep. But as you said, looking forward, you know, you and Aiken, he's playing for an Origin spot here. Absolutely. You know, it, you, know you look at um, McInnes, he's playing for an Origin spot. Tarek Sims is. Looking for a spot, yeah. You know, Jack DeBellin, all these guys are sort of potentially there, but not over That's the line exactly yet. Right. So a poor performance here, you know, could you know, could be the could end. Could see him go with an old, it could old head. That's yeah. what I mean. So you look at someone like a, I'm looking at someone like a Trent Merrin. Mm. If a Trent Merrin comes out and, That's right. and absolutely dominates Paul Vaughan, if they come out and absolutely smash them this week, you'd, you'd Trent give, Merrin could force. You given no choice. Exactly. He, he could force. He could play. He could play himself out of the people that can play him out out of Origin jerseys this week. Um, very easily so uh, as I said, it's going to be a great game mm. I'm hoping yeah should be, it's, I think it's, there's only single tickets available so get out to Penrith Stadium big game um, yeah 1v2 um, the games on Sunday pale into insignificance compared <laughs> to those two games Newcastle versus Cronulla is the first game um, at McDonald Jones Stadium well, I think actually they're renaming it for Beanies for, breast, uh, Beanies for Brain Cancer round so yeah, that's a good yeah. thing um Sharks have won five in a row. I said it last week. It was the worst four-game winning streak. It's now the worst five-game winning streak. I don't, they, I don't know. Cronulla <laughs> just seemed to be just winning games. You know, they, to me, although this week, I will give it to Cronulla. They've been gutsy. They've been gutsy in winning without their players. This week, they get some players back. Lewis and Graham in that back row with Stiffens and right up. Gallon returned last week. You look at that pack now. Look, that's their premiership pack. Uh, look, look, wins on the trot's fantastic, but you've got to look at who they've who they've been winning against. I mean, let's just look at the last couple. I mean, you've had the Eels, you've had the who Canterbury else? They, last week. Canterbury last week, and the, the and Titans the, and the Raiders. Yeah. So I mean, come on, we're not talking about necessarily the top top sort of sides. Look, and, and the Knights are, are far from being up the top either. But I think they're going to scrape. I think they'll scrape over the line here too. Oh, I don't know, man. I'm going to go for the Knights on this one. I, as you said, they've 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 <laughs> how they've done it. I don't know. Five on the trots. Uh, I reckon no, they're a go. miracle. It has been a miracle. This six on the trot for the Sharks, I think, would be a Houdini miracle. I don't see it happening, mate. I think, I think, I'm just going to give it to the Knights on the ground. The fact that they're playing, uh, they're playing at home, well, <laughs> and I the bubble's got a bloody burst, I mate. Tipped Newcastle. I'm dirty because I've tipped Newcastle the last two weeks. And I think they both should have won those games. Yeah, they've had the, yeah. 
have had simple, silly errors that have cost them in both those games. If they yeah. fix up those errors and can get off to a good start, I think they can win. But I think you look at the you look at their team now. I think Cronulla are almost back at full strength. Um, yeah, they've got their one to thirteen. They'll be as said. Fafita won't be playing Origin. Um, Gallon's mm. not playing Origin. Graham probably won't play Origin. Their pack will be... You know, look at their team. Dugan, Dugan and Moylan won't be playing Origin. They've had a five-game winning streak, but none yeah. of those players there. And they're going to yeah. keep that team together mm, mm. through the middle of the period. Cronulla have gone... What's, yeah, well. what's, what's under under the radar? Because they've gone <laughs> they've gone under under the radar because they're no one's had them anywhere near you know contention. But you know they've just snuck five wins in a row. And they will play teams who are missing players or backing up yeah, true. during origin period. So I'm going to tip Cronulla. Um, but yeah, I, I, Caelan Ponga is a superstar. But I don't think they're, they're, they're just missing the, the finesse of Mitchell Pearce to finish it off. Mm. So I'll go, um, I'll go Cronulla. The last game they're around, um, Tigers versus Bulldogs. Usually good games. Sunday 4-10 at ANZ Stadium. Mm, mm. I cannot tip Canterbury. Just the same nah. way as I can't tip Parramatta. Same way I can't, can't tip do the it. Cowboys. Um, Tigers, for me, uh, they get Mahe Fanua, the great mullet back. They missed him last week. Um, he gives them he gives them just that X factor, um, getting the ball out of the line. I like the fact they've got Jacob Little back at hooker. Um, Elijah Taylor goes back in the back row. Um, yeah, Brooks. Brooks is a smoky. I don't know. They throw him mm. away for origin. Yeah, potential. Yeah, but... Brooks is playing well. Yeah, Bulldogs, same old story. They've got <laughs> Clemmer will run for 250 metres. Woods will run for 200 metres. They'll get down there in the line, but they can't score. No. No. I can't get them. I can't back them. Yeah, simple. Simple West Tigers by plenty for me. Definitely. Um, that will do it for this week, round 12 of the NRL. Um, good luck to all Origin players in contention, Matt. Good luck to your bunnies across the ditch. Yes. I think they're going to need it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, as I said, we'll be back next week to the this dissect all the origin teams announcements um and a partial round yes it'll be a yeah, split round next week mm. so yeah we look forward to that so um catch us on itunes guys and we'll see you next week so yeah